are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. I'm not saying that everything that you've ever heard that was supposedly tongues was of God. See, there's an imitation of everything. But this man said to this fellow that was a gambler, said, now, now don't get too excited about that because he said, now that tongues business is the devil. And this gambler said, now brother so-and-so, and all due respect to you, he said, I've served the devil for 40 some odd years. He said, I've been in every bar and dive in this town. And he said, if that had been of the devil, I'd have surely been speaking in tongues by now. <laughs> He said, I've tasted of everything the devil had to offer. And he just used a little common sense there. (laughs) But now you see, this comforter, the Holy Spirit, when he has come, he will teach you all things, guide you into all truths. Thank God the comforter has come. It is a mighty power force in the spirit to cast down imagination and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. So this is the way it's done. It's done in the Spirit. It's not a matter of us being strong in ourselves, but in the power of the Lord and in His might, in the power of God. It is the strength of Almighty God. It is not our own strength. It is God's power. Go with me now to 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter. When the Apostle Paul talks about speaking in tongues, let's read from verse 1. We'll read a few verses here and we'll skip on down a little further. Follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that you may prophesy. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. Or one translation says divine secrets. Now, this is the weapons of our warfare. Now, certainly this is not all of them, but this is one of the main weapons of our warfare, the Comforter, the Holy Ghost, that we can speak divine secrets to God the Father. Not only that, he goes on to say in verse 4, He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself or builds himself up, but he that prophesieth edifieth the church. Now, he goes on to say, rather that you prophesy, of course, that the church might be edified. But the word edify there means to build up like you would charge a battery. Now, your spirit is designed of God to pick up and communicate with God the Father. Here he says, if any man speak in an unknown tongue, he speaketh not unto men, but unto God. Howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries, his understanding, no man understandeth him. No man that knows just the natural language would understand him. He'd have to have a supernatural understanding to understand what he was saying. He goes on further to talk about, pray that you may interpret, that you might know what you're praying about in the Spirit. Then as you come down further into verse 14, he says, If I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I will pray with the Spirit. I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the Spirit. I will sing with the understanding also. So the Apostle Paul says, I'm going to do it both ways. Now, this is the key to being able to reach into the supernatural weapons of warfare, is praying in the Spirit. 
It is a supernatural tongue. It is a supernatural communication with God the Father. It will tame the tongue. You see, in James, James says, the tongue is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. It's set on fire of hell. No man can tame it. Well, somebody said, if no man can tame it, it's a hopeless case. No, it's not a hopeless case. The supernatural power of the Holy Spirit can tame the tongue. Now, here's what I started out to share with you. When Adam sinned, he got his tongue unhooked from his spirit. When you get baptized and the Holy Spirit speak with other tongues, then God begins to flow through your spirit and bring supernatural utterance in tongues. You speak it out of your voice, but it becomes a supernatural weapon of warfare that Satan can't handle. We talked about it last night in Ephesians where he says, taking the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always. When we pray in the Spirit, I'm convinced we're praying the Word of God supernaturally by Jesus the intercessor through us praying God's Word over that situation when you as an individual in your natural carnal mind would never know how to pray in exactness as you should. Now that's what Paul's bringing out in Romans the 8th chapter when he said, we know not what to pray for as well, then the Holy Spirit helpeth our infirmities. See, he helps our weaknesses and makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered in articulate speech. And then he says, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, that are the called according to his purpose. What things are going to work together for good? All things that we prayed about in the Spirit. How are we going to know how to pray about some of these things? I have people that write quite often and say, Brother Caps, pray for me. Well, what do I pray about? You know, they didn't say what to pray. You know, some people say, well, pray for me. Well, what in particular do you want? Oh, well, nothing in particular. Well, that's probably what you're going to get too, nothing in particular. <laughs> but you see, if there is a need through the Spirit of God, the Spirit of truth that is in me, Jesus the intercessor, he's seated at the right hand of the Father, but yet he is in his intercessory ministry abiding inside me. And by shifting over into the spirit realm, I can pray in the perfect will of God concerning that matter, and my mind is unfruitful. Now that's why Paul said, when I pray in the spirit, he said, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. See, I don't have to know. I just know that what I'm praying about is in the perfect will of God. It is according to God. And I'll tell you, I'm convinced that if we'd spend more time praying in the Spirit, we'd see greater results. I believe there's things that we can break down through praying in the Spirit, especially against principalities and powers, you see against the rulers of darkness. You see, certain spirits hover over certain cities and cause things to happen, like the prince of Persia that was hindering Daniel's prayer. And it's through intercession, through the Spirit, that pulls these things down because we have no way of knowing exactly what the problem is unless the Spirit of God reveals it to us. And see, that's happened many times. I've read of many occasions where individuals praying in the Spirit saw the spirit that was hovering over a church or certain place, and they speak to that spirit and command him to come down. 
So we see the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're mighty through God. We're supernaturally equipped for a supernatural battle, and we should never lose a battle. Are you listening to me? Amen. Now, Paul says, I will pray with the Spirit, I will pray with my understanding also. Go with me to 1 Corinthians. Back up there further into 1 Corinthians, into the first part of it. And let's take a look at something Paul says here in the second chapter. A very familiar passage of Scripture, at least one of these verses. Verse 9, Paul is speaking and he said, But as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither hath it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Now you hear a lot of people quote that. But very few sometimes ever quote the rest of it. They're getting to be more of them quoted, but I've heard people quote that and just glory in the fact that you never know what God's going to do. Well, you will if you read the next verse. <laughs> See, I have not seen, ear hath not heard, neither hath it entered into the heart of man. Now what you realize here that he's talking about it hasn't entered in through the five physical senses, through the eye gate, ear gate, you know, hearing, smelling, or so on. But God hath revealed them to us by his Spirit. See, that's the way God revealed it by his spirit and then if you're just locked up in the carnal realm you'll never get insight into this but God has revealed it to us by his spirit for the spirit searches all things yea the deep things of God now if you have a King James Bible the word spirit here where it says revealed unto us by his spirit is capitalized and it should be that's speaking of the Holy Spirit but when it says for the spirit searcheth now, it's capitalized there again, but all the letters were capitalized in the Greek, and they've just capitalized the one they thought should. But this should be a small s. This is talking about the human spirit. Why would the Holy Spirit need to search the deep things of God when the Holy Spirit already knows the things of God? You know what he's saying? He's saying the human spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. See, God has created us a spirit being that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. And our spirit picks up things. The reborn human spirit picks up things about people and things and situations that our head knowledge does not know at all. And it comes by revelation through the spirit. And he tells you here, the next verse, he goes on to say, For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Notice he's talking about the human spirit. Your human spirit knows all about you. Now you don't, but your spirit does. Did you know your spirit knows more than you do? So you ask yourself some questions sometimes, you'll get some answers. Because it'll come up out of your spirit. What man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of man, the human spirit which is in him, even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God does. Now, if my spirit knows all about me, and God's spirit knows all about God, if I can get those two spirits in communication with each other, I've tapped the source of all knowledge, right? I'm glad you joined us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today, and we're offering CD offer number 7411. It's called the Authority Series. Four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $34.
Now, if you don't understand that you have authority on this earth, you're going to let the devil run over you roughshod. I'm telling you, folks, there's some things that you need to understand about authority that God has given us. First of all, you need to understand that your body gives you authority on this earth. And so many times you hear people saying, oh, we just got to beat the old flesh to death because the flesh is so sinful. No, it's not. No, you can train the flesh to be righteous or sinful or any other way. It is neutral, really, and you train it the way you want it. When Jesus was born on this planet, he had to be born here to have authority here. The Bible says that he came to destroy the works that the devil had done. Well, he had the authority to do that because he was born on this planet. He was a legal resident of the planet Earth, and that gave him authority to destroy the works of the devil. But did you notice he didn't destroy the works of the devil until the Holy Ghost came upon him when he was baptized in the River Jordan? And then he began to do great and mighty miracles and cast out demons, heal the sick, raise the dead, and kill fig trees and stop storms. I'm telling you, he had authority on this planet because he was a man. Now, why didn't he do it before he was 30 years of age when he was baptized in the River Jordan? Because he didn't have the ability to do it, because he was born here as a man, he was a son of God, all right, but he took on him the authority of a man, so he'd have authority, and it was legal for God to anoint him, then to cast out demons and heal the sick and destroy the works of the devil. You need this series. It's offer number 7411, authority series, four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling. A total of $34. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you, the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.